by centuries of waves. I had spied it resting on a dimple in the sand. I wonder at the shard's origins, perhaps a pirate's goblet, or the perfume bottle of an exotic sunken princess. The slap rang in my ear before I felt the heat spread. I raised my hand to my face, too late to shield my stinging cheek. She snatched my dresser from the sand where it had dropped and hurled it in a high arc above the waves. My mother grasped my shoulders. We never take gifts from the ocean, she hissed. I wrinkled from her, from her hold and ran towards the ocean that had swallowed my prize. My mother's arm looped around my waist and lifted before I could reach it. I struggled against her iron grip, wailing as she hauled me across the beach to her cabin. She dragged me to the claw-footed bathtub abandoned in the garden, full of rain and fallen leaves. My reflection kissed me as she pushed my head under. I thrashed and choked down a mouthful of dirty water. My small fists beat the side of the dub. My lungs were scorching. Black specks multiplied in my vision. Right as the dots began to merge into a single darkness, my mother pulled me up by my hair. Her fingers bit crescent moons into my shoulders. This is the ocean's gift, Annabeth. We never take gifts from the ocean, do you understand me? She took me until my head wobbled in affirmation. We never take gifts from the ocean. My mother's grasp loosened. She brushed my lip hair from my face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My soaking frock dampened hers as she pulled me into an embrace. Annabeth, she sighed. I'm sorry. Our silver of sand was littered with beautiful offerings from the ocean. Twice a day, the waves crept closer to my mother's home, and when they bashfully retreated, there would be blush pink shells and spires of bleached driftwood, and a carpet of sea glass beads transforming the beach into a stained glass mural. The locals whispered that my mother must be a sea witch or a mermaid to have enticed the ocean to leave her so many presents. She ignored the gossip and the gifts. Every dawn, she would walk to the water's edge and tip out a jar she used to collect her tears. Someday I will place the eternity of the ocean, she told me. I asked her why she stayed here on Ocean's Edge. For love was her only reply. The ritual continued. The ocean left a violin draped in seaweed, a marble coffin filled with pearls and snails, a golden sea turtle. When the sun awoke, my mother stepped past these marvels and poured out the jar of tears. 
So with his gifts ignored, when I was eleven, the ocean came to our door to ask for forgiveness. His skin was nearly succulent, flashed rainbows in the glinting sun. He was dressed in a brown suit he had borrowed from a corpse. I had, I had to crane my neck to see his gray eyes. He was so beautiful I nearly swallowed my tongue. He extended a hand to me. It was elegant, but his skin trembled as if his flesh was less than solid. His fingers gently brushed mine, and I had the impression that were I to grip them and pull. His skin would slough off, and he would spill onto the floor. Hello, he clamored in the doorway. I was mesmerized into immobility. Droplets of water beaded on my skin where he had touched me. He slid past me and poured himself into the kitchen chair. I was unsure of the etiquette, for when the ocean has made himself a guest in your home, I scrambled for a polite gesture. Would you like a drink? I asked. His brown eyes floated up. He nodded slowly. I feel a glass halfway from the water pump and placed it in front of him. He peered at it and began to chuckle. I giggled alongside him, but my cheeks blushed with shame. The ocean took a long drink of water. He held the glass to his lips and his throat rolled with his gulps. He replaced the glass on the table. Brandishing it with a grin. The glass was overflowing with water now, rooflets spilling down the side. I look at the glass and then at the ocean. He waggled his eyebrows. This time my laugh was genuine. Thank you for my drink. His teeth were a collection of pearls and varied hues. The effect was oddly pleasing. His smile like a garden made more beautiful by the diversity of its blooms. I should offer you something in return. I shook my head. What about a seahorse? A great black steed to ride through the waves? No, a little one then. I bit my lip and looked over at the floor. Come now, every little girl wants a pony. Mama said we don't take gifts from the ocean. I said to my dirty toes. Did she now? Annabeth. My mother knew my name like a harpoon when she entered my room. When she entered the room, she yanked me back, nearly throwing me to the floor. Eugenia. The ocean exhaled. Get out. I was just having a lovely chat with Leave. Oh, Jeannie, look how gaunt you are making me with your tears. You're wearing me away. He grinned, indicating to the hollows of his cheeks. I've brought you a gift, my love. I am not yours. Something quivered under.
under his pale skin and dove beneath the surface, dragging a smile with it. He pouted juicily. My beautiful Lichi, Eugenia, look at your face. A cliff face. Do you truly hate me so? Leave my home now and never come back. Do you wish to hear what I have brought you? Get out. His gray eyes pursued my plain face and scrawny frame. Such a beautiful daughter you have. I flushed crimson. My mother's hands tightened on my shoulder, nails fitting into the crescent groove scars. Don't, she whispered. Ah, the crack in the stone. The ocean gleamed. Genie, I've come to atone. My mother leaned heavily on my shoulders. Annabeth, the, the ocean whispered conspiratorily, go to the window. I hesitate gently. I extracted myself from under my mother's weight, though I feared she might. She did not fall. I moved toward the window. Outside there was a desert. The silver fish and jellies, albino dolphins, flopped pathetically on the exposed sandy floor. On the edge where the water once met the sand, there was a pile nearly as tall as me. Bones, I gasped. Long bones, bleached bones, skulls with small teeth, a string of seaweed dripped from an eye socket like an inky trail of tears. Your gift, genie. You stole them away because you were jealous. The ocean shook his head remorsefully. No, Eugenia. They wanted to come. It is not my fault. They didn't have the strength to come home. He advanced towards my mother languidly. His stormy eyes were torturous ecstasy. Genie, genie, I miss your skin. Slipping and sliding. Genie, you are my moon. You draw me near, push me away. I am endlessly under your control. The fish gasped and gaped. They're dying, I cried. The ocean traced the air around my mother's jaw. A cliff face created by the endless flow of water. He leaned his face close to hers. I am your king and you are my goddess. Her shallow breaths created ripples that radiated across his skin. Eugenia, he sighed them home. I've brought our children home. This cascading crash broke them apart. The glass had hit the wall satisfactorily hard. I indicated to the flailing sea life they're dying, I chastised. The ocean narrowing his gray eyes at me. Annabeth, said my mother like a prayer. The ocean turned to her. He was weeping, leaking, water dripping from his eyes, his ears, his nostrils. It oozed from his skin. Take my gift, he pleaded. Forgive me. Come back to me. My mother was shaking. 
I slipped my fingers into hers. Jeannie trembled the ocean. Don't you remember? It's like flying. I will never forgive you. I could take her. He spat. I could send a wave and drag her out. My mother's hands tightened around mine. But you won't. Why? The ocean was quaking, vibrating with swirls, disobedient water. My mother let go of my hand. She stepped closer to the ocean and rested her fingers delicately on his cheek. His love was reflected back to him in her eyes. I understood. She stayed on the shore for love. Love of the ocean kept her near. Love for her daughter kept her far. When she mixed her tears with the ocean, she stood on the border where the water meets the sand. The waves kissed the tips of her toes in the lover's hateful equilibrium. I was not the first gift she took from the ocean, but I was the first she would not allow him to take back. You will leave now, said my mother to the ocean, because I am your mood, and I am telling you to go. Eugenia sighed the ocean as the roaring flood cracked his jaw. The endless wave ripped open his skull, and out he cascaded. The riptide swirled at my feet. My mother's embrace held me steady as I buried my face in her shoulders. The cabin shuddered. The beams were breaking, crashing. Things wrinkled. Wow, my claves gumped at my skin. We were caught in a whirlpool drowning, suffocating. I opened my mouth to scream. Annabeth. I opened my eyes. This house was still standing. We were dry. The ocean was where it belonged and the bones were gone. Annabeth, said my mother. Once you have flown in the ocean, she clutched my arms, suddenly her eyes wild. The ocean is deceptive. It is so much deeper than you could ever fathom. I brushed her hair from her cheek. We never take gifts from the ocean because the ocean demands gifts in return. She pressed her hand against mine and nodded. She turned away from the ocean, from me. Her face was once again stone. When I turned 18, I left the cabin by the water and moved inland, as far inland as I could, to where the seas are made of grass. My mother remained on the shore. She pours her tears into the ocean, an act of mutilation, an act of devotion. The hateful lover's endless dance, the ocean and his moon. I often think of those weeping skulls, my brothers and sisters grinning with elation as they flew through the bottomless ocean. My mother held my head underwater once. I learned my lesson. I never take gifts from the ocean. This was my mother's gift to me. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes our story.
where the water meets the sand. Have a good day, everybody.